0: Hello and welcome to episode seven. <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad if I got that number <laughs> of the Grave from Gold podcast from Grave to Gold. My goodness, my goodness. We're gonna just keep that. We're gonna roll with it. We're gonna roll with the bunches. This is your girl, your host Melissa, on another lunch break episode and I just wanted to kind of recap my experience of writing my book, um, now that I kind of feel a little bit more with my senses, I guess, um, it's, it's been kind of weird, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie, like, I, I think I sugarcoat things a lot, just, like, unintentionally, but I had a nice, call with one of my friends yesterday and I was like, you know what? Like I should just share it. I know I kind of did on another episode about like disassociation and stuff like that, but I just wanted to share about like the process of me writing my book and working through the trauma and some of the not so like pretty sides of it. And like, I knew that I could handle it, but at the same time like I wasn't necessarily expecting the outcome I guess that I have had and like the coming back to reality if you will Um, and it was kind of reassuring to hear from my friend yesterday that like she was she was nervous (laughs) for me which is like no surprise Um, but I had been dealing with just, like, a lot of different emotions, um, but the biggest one and, like, the scariest one has been, like, derealization, and I know in one of the episodes I shared, like, a quick overview of disassociation and like, ways to ground yourself, but it, like, stayed, so I whole, like, went all in on writing my book in June, June or July, and have spent from June-ish through, now, so end of September, writing my book, like, full-on, like, I go, and I work, and I do whatever, and then I write, and I spend the whole night writing, rereading, and all the things, and so for the last, what is that, July, August, September, so, like, for the last, like, three and a half months, just been, like, like, knees deep in, like, my trauma, you know, so not exactly, like, the best place to be at, um, But I had figured out that, um, our brains are really good at protecting us. And sometimes with that protection comes like complete numbness and that kind of sucks and it's really scary. And it actually wasn't until yesterday that I finally had like the, I don't know, the like words are hard right now. I need, I need sleep and not coffee to be completely honest, but I just, I finally, like, had the courage to look up derealization because, truth be told, uh, I was nervous, like, I was scared that I might be going into some type of psychosis or, like, am I gonna have to go and be, like, admitted to, like, a mental hospital? Like, am I okay? Am I normal? Like, like, I know that this feeling isn't normal, but, like, it feels like I, this is the new normal and, like, I don't like it here and, like, I miss when life felt simpler and my brain wasn't so weird. Also, apparently, all the construction and truck cars and things want to make noises whenever I'm doing a podcast, but that's okay. It's fine. Anyway, so, yeah, um, during writing the book, like, I shared about, like, the disassociates disassociation that I would fall into. And I pretty sure I shared in that episode about like how I was wearing these rings that I bought after my late husband died. And that kind of helped me bring myself back from real, like to reality and like reminding myself that it was no longer in those moments as I was writing the book. Um, but what I didn't realize was like disassociation and derealization, like as a whole. And as like a preface, or just like a disclaimer reminder, like I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed for anything. I'm not a certified anything. I'm like, I'm a certified health coach and all those things, but like nothing relating to your mental health. So anything that I share is literally just like things that I have looked up or like things that I've experienced and practiced myself. So I'm not here to like, you know, give you any guidance or recommendations. I'm just sharing my own experience and what I've been dealing with and things that I've been practicing and like YouTube and Google and like talking to therapists are, are great or like finding support groups and things like that. But anyway, so yeah, during the book writing, I disassociated a lot or I would get myself stuck. Like I would spiral into that moment that I was writing about and I would stay stuck there on repeat. Like I would obviously like be in the physical present world, but like mentally I was gone. I was wherever that memory was and I was feeling all the feels and it was not, it was not good. Um, I actually had to take a, a pretty long break and I was like broke broke um because I didn't realize how taxing emotionally the book was gonna be on me like I kind of knew but I didn't know to what degree and so I wasn't able to do my freelance things that I needed to do to bring in money um so like that first month like I was like broke broke and then I finally decided to like reach out to people and be like hey like who would be up for like helping donate to to like me getting this book going and I actually sold like a handful of my camera gear and like old things that I just don't use anymore just so I could help pay my bills and not work because I was just mentally not okay um and so that was like the first month of writing the book <laughs> Again, I'm sorry, there's, like, all kinds of noise in the backyard, backyard, back, this is not my backyard, (laughs) this is a business center, I'm, like, I don't even know what building I'm next to, it's fine, anyway, that's not (laughs) where we're going with this, attention span's great, um, yeah, so that was, like, about the first month, month and a half, and then I, like, spiral into, like, needing to sleep a lot, because I was just, like, I was exhausted, mentally, physically, all the things, um, then I kind of started getting like a better grounding of it and I started wearing my rings constantly while I was writing and just in general to like remind myself that like I'm not in that situation anymore and like I'm back and like this is years later and like this is where I'm at now and so I wore my rings like out all the time and I wore them while I was writing and I would just like take breaks to just like look at them and like I'd like look at each individual diamond and I'd look at like the blue sapphire and just like and look at the arches or the curves or the waves or whatever the ring um just to kind of like make myself be forced to get present with my current state of reality and not the reality that I was stuck in as I was writing my book um and so it got a little bit easier but I noticed that I was still staying pretty like numb I guess you could say like I like I shared in I don't know if it was, like, episode three or something like that, but about disassociation. um, It was just, like, I was in reality, but I didn't feel like I was in reality. Like, everything just didn't feel real. Like, I didn't feel real. I was, like, what is real? Like, is anything real? Are we all just fake? You know, like, existential crisis times infinity. And that is scary. It's really scary. It's scary, especially as, like, a parent. You're over here, like, raising a child, and you're, like cool um so is anything real but you know it is like you're you know that your questions aren't like you know you're just going through this this whirlwind of like questioning yourself but like not questioning yourself and questioning existence but like not questioning existence and like it was exhausting um and it made it hard to like want to talk to people or like it just felt like it was really fake because like you're like is this even real like and then you're like, holy shit, like, people are out here, like, living their life, like, they're experiencing their own traumas, and they're working through their own traumas, and, like, we're all out here just, like, living the same life, but different, like, holy shit, like, you know, different things like that, and it was a very odd and interesting existential crisis situation, but it led to a lot of, like, derealization, and just, like, technically existing but not really existing and again like for the last couple of months until literally yesterday i was like scared to look it up and i was scared to talk to people cuz i was like am i going to have to go to like an insane asylum like am i going to be okay like am i fit to be a mother like is this going to be okay like is this what my life is going to be like forever am i going to just forever be in this like derealization state like, I don't like it here. I don't want to stay here. I don't like it. Like, I know this isn't normal, but like, I don't know what's normal or how to get back. Um, so I finally looked it up yesterday on the internet because like I said, like the last three months or so. Also, there's another butterfly. I mentioned that on like, yes, last week's episode. I was like, oh, the butterflies are here and it's really fun. Um, squirrel. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, anyway, so like back to reality again. That is reality. I'm being present focused. There we go. So yesterday, (laughs) I apologize to whoever's listening to you. Hi, I'm apologizing to you and my attention span. I hope it's entertaining at the very least. I'm like sharing like super deep, like really complex conversations. I'm like, oh, look, there's a butterfly. Uh, (laughs) My life. But yeah, so like yesterday, I finally decided to look up like derealization because I was just like so scared to look it up and I didn't want to tell anybody about it because like I don't want to be looked at like a crazy person like I know I'm not crazy but like I don't want to like feel like I'm like gonna be like mistreated or like looked at differently um and I was just I was nervous I was like I'm I'm like 99% sure this is rooted in trauma like half the things are rooted in trauma so it was like I'm sure there's some like medical reasoning for this and probably my brain trying to protect me from I don't know overwhelm or you know something along that line and so I finally yesterday decided to look it up and I kid you not I was like sitting or standing in the kitchen and I was like making lunch or making prepping for like my my lunches for work this week and I just sat there looking up the realization I think I was on like Mayo Clinic or like another mental health website and I was just like when I read the line that like you are normal like I literally wanted to cry like I'm pretty sure I I choked up a little bit because I have been so worried (laughs) for like the last like three months that something was seriously wrong with me and to like get a read like you are normal and this is a normal experience especially when you're dealing with a lot of anxiety and like CPTSD and like all these different things like this is it's okay and you're gonna be okay and it won't get worse than that and it's not psychosis because you're aware <laughs> like you know that this isn't real like and just all these different things and it was it was really relieving and then i started like listening to some different youtube videos from psychiatrists and things like that and just getting reminded to like continuously focus on grounding and for that i i've been you know focusing more on like getting back outside and going for walks and just like admiring like just the world that we're in, and it's still scary because I do like I know I like just made the realization yesterday that I'm okay, <laughs> um, and it's gonna take time for me to like kind of spiral back and forth between like the derealization and then like being back in the present, but that's unfortunately unfortunately part of trauma, like our body and our brain and just everything is just constantly trying to protect ourselves and like from a primitive state and subconsciously and it's good that it does that but like I kind of wish it gave me like a disclaimer like hi would you like me to have you feel completely void and null of all emotions and I'm like yes, thank you. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Or I could be like, no, thanks. I could rather feel all my emotions and be here in the present and feel them at the same time. You know, like then at least like that disclaimer, like lets me know that I'm about to go into like a not so fun mental state, but alas, here we are. Anyway, I'm probably rambling. Like I don't re-listen to these because I know that I'm going to critique every single second of it and make myself delete it. <laughs> so i yeah i just like let this go and i'm like you know hopefully somebody finds this interesting or takes away something from this but uh yeah if you or someone you know is working through your traumas know that like take your time like and know that like there might be some side effects to working through it but like it's okay like it may not be fun but it is okay like our bodies are doing their best to protect us in every single aspect. And it's, it's important for us to be able to like work through those emotions and work through those memories. But it's also equally important to try to keep as much sanity as you can. And like realistically, like I probably should have slowed down with working through the book, but I kind of just wanted to get it over with. And I've had a lot of healing with it as well. I've had a lot of like outward perspective just because it's been a couple of years and probably with the derealization included, I also got like an even more um, outwardly, you know, perspective on our, our relationship and on our situation and like on all the things that I dealt with, but yeah healing and working through traumas is a son of a bitch sometimes I'm not gonna lie like I'm not gonna sugarcoat any of it like writing this book was probably one of the hardest things I've done um and then I still, like, belittled myself. And I was like, yeah, but it was only, like, 150 pages. Yeah, but you, like, only wrote about your life. So it's not like it was that hard. You just literally had to relive all of your traumas. But it's not like it was that hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> things like that. But I did it. And I'm really glad that I wrote the book. And I really, really, really wholeheartedly hope that it helps someone somewhere. Um, I Besides me. Like, it helped me, obviously. But, um Yeah. Derealization is, is scary, um, trauma is rough, but, like, we are all going through our own shape or form of trauma, and we all have our own experiences that, you know, they help shape us and they help give us character, lots of character development going on in these, these lives that we're living, but, yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that. I feel like it's kind of like a similar episode of like the disassociation, but just know like it's okay. And like, it's important to talk and it's important to adjust those feelings. Like I had talked with my friend and she didn't even realize that she was going back into a depressive episode until somebody called her out on it. And um, yeah, I think it's important for us to be able to get back in touch with our emotions and figuring out, like, why we are in this null, like, for me, like, with the derealization, like, well, why, why did I avoid all emotions? It's, like, well, no shit, like, you literally just re-went through all of your trauma again in four months instead of over the course of a year and a half, and, like, less than four months, you made yourself re-experience everything that happened in a four-year span, because I forgot four years would be, um, dealing with his death, so, yeah, it's, like, well, no, duh, like, your, your body and your brain decided it needed to take a complete break from every kind of emotion possible, um, because you just brought it through another traumatic situation, but I feel like I'm finally, after, it's been about a week and a half since I've read the book, and, gone through everything again and I do feel like I'm starting to get like level footed again and there is hope on the other side of the scariness but it is really important to just like give yourself grace and to talk to a licensed professional or at the very least because not everyone like not all of us can afford a licensed professional and I know that like I know that but there are so many really helpful providers out there that are on YouTube, and there are so many providers that have self-care, self-help, journaling, and prompts that you can go through, or Amazon. I know there's a couple of, like, LCSWs, which is, like, a licensed clinical social worker. Um, There's, like, trauma worksheets, or there's... Oh, I can't remember what it was called. Cognitive um, behavior therapy, journaling, and like ways to become more present-minded. There's a lot of things you can do to help yourself, like self-help and learning coping mechanisms that work for you if you're not able to talk to a licensed professional or you haven't found one in your area that's beneficial. Um, There are a lot of really good psychiatrists and therapists on YouTube and on blog posts and Amazon books. Just obviously check the reviews and like see what people think about it. But if you were on a grieving trauma journey, I wish you the best and know that like you are not alone and that you are normal and you are healthy even if you don't feel like it and you are doing your best and if there's any topics you guys you you would like me to talk about or if you're someone who would like to hop on if you're like a medical professional or anything like that and you like to hop on a little interview with me I would love that um that's all I got for you I'm trying to keep these pretty short mostly because I feel like they're already a tangent of my like sidetrack mind, but I hope you have a lovely day and thank you for listening. If you like what you hear and you'd like to leave a review, like if it's bad, please like just email me at moa <laughs> from com. I'm still going to continue to be bad if you don't like um, what I do. I'm not changing. This is just who I am. So um, if you don't like my podcast and you probably don't like me and you can leave. Okay. Okay. Bye. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, that's all. I hope you have a lovely day. And if you have any questions or if you'd like to just like shoot me a message or an email, you can go do that at info at from grief to com. I'm in the process of getting my melissaann.org website up and running, so I will be getting that situated pretty soon, but I will still have this Gmail, or the Gmail, this email. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to go continue walking and go get some food in my stomach before I go back to work, so peace out, Girl Scout.